when I wanted to start my own company, it was difficult at the time to do it. So I said, I'll start with a VC, I start with venture capital, get exposed to it. And then once I'm done learning about it, I'm going to start my own company. 22 years later, I'm still doing venture capitals. Welcome to 20 Minute Leaders. Just sit back, relax, and learn from the leaders of today. It's a journey. Each one is different, unique, inspiring. Let's get started. This episode is powered by JVentures, a community-driven VC fund in Silicon Valley, in partnership with Leumitech, sponsored by Homeward Ventures, Hippo Insurance, Opost Labs, Synergy Global, Hillel at Stanford, Leap, Birthright Excel, Serona Partners, and in media partnership with C-Tech. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of 20 Minute Leaders. Today, I have the honor of speaking with Eyal Niv, managing partner at Pitango First. Prior to joining Bitango, Eyal was managing partner at Giza VC, where he led the fund operations and focused mainly on IT infrastructure, semiconductors, and internet. Eyal serves on the board of directors of Graphcore, AI21, Lumigo, Optibus, and others. Eyal's investments have a primary focus on artificial intelligence, and he's also the co-founder of the Public Knowledge Workshop, a leading nonprofit organization for freedom of information, as well as TAKE, an innovative impact-driven delivery service which helps the needy by providing them with food and delivery service on top of an on-demand delivery service. Beyond your personal journey and career and the fact that the way that you're integrating investments with working with founders and deep technology, you're a part of a family that is really a cornerstone of Israeli tech and, and the story of the startup nation, Pitango, and specifically your group, Pitango First, working with, with founders and, and looking at companies that really are changing the paradigm of technology and the way that, that other companies then leverage technology to, you know, to, to create products for people, whether it's with Graphcore or Optibus or AI21. It's really phenomenal. And, and I'm really excited to unfold a little bit about your journey and Pitango first and understand this, you know, this monster a little bit better. So thank you very much for joining me today. It's a pleasure. It's really a pleasure. And uh... Glad to share that with you. Take me back, you know, a little bit about South Africa, a little bit about your own upbringing, which leads you to the intersection of deep tech and investing. So born in, born in Israel, I moved to South Africa when I was 12 years old. Um, really loved uh, technology uh, from, I was programming from the age of nine years old. Uh, and when wow. I moved to, uh, uh, yeah, my father was actually quite uh, advanced at the time, sent me over and said, you got to learn how to program. That's, that's a long time ago. That's almost 40 years ago. Was um, he an engineer himself? Did he no, understand? He wasn't, he wasn't. He was an entrepreneur and somebody that was always uh, forward looking and thought it made uh, a lot of sense. You know, I was always good with maths and uh, wow. he said, you got you to gotta go and start programming. And I, and I thought, you know. What the hell, I'm going to start playing with a computer. At the time, it was obviously Commodore 64 and things like that. Spectrum, I got all of that. And he bought uh, the first PC he got for me. I remember I, I used to go back and forth to Tel Aviv to see if it arrived. Every time I came to the shop, it wasn't, uh, you know, it was sort of a shop. They told me, no, it hasn't arrived yet. It took like a few months until it came through. And I remember I was so happy. Um, at the time, I had a friend, Shai Amir and uh, Professor Yalamir, who actually, I think you interviewed them. Uh, and I used to go every day to their 
um, apartment in Hulon, and we used to learn how to program and do all sorts of things. So that was my first uh, interaction with uh, with uh, computers and with technology, and I was I was fascinated. Really, it was amazing. I then moved to South Africa uh, after spending uh, some time with Shai and and Ayel and learning how to do these things. And uh, over there, it was more about mathematics. And uh, at the age of sixteen. Uh, I started a small company called uh, uh, Supercomputers, uh, in which we did enterprise application integration. We tried to help uh, research centers and, and hospitals and medical centers to actually do research and uh, use PCs while they're using their old, uh, their old systems. And uh, at what age was this? That was at the age of 16, uh, when I was uh, in South Africa. Uh, and then afterwards, you know, I did everything um, in reverse. Think about it. So I started with a company at the age of 16. I then went to study uh, actuarial science, which is, uh, you know, statistics and actuaries. Uh, and I studied uh, actuarial science and finance uh, in South Africa. Uh, and then after I finished that, I came back to Israel and I went to the Israeli IDF, to, to the Israeli army. And I spent some uh, time with uh, uh, Unit uh, 217. You probably know it as Duvdevan. Uh, where I had a very meaningful time. So that wow. was, and, uh, and, and also there I had a lot of interaction with technologies in order to do our job properly. And some, some of your listeners would probably know uh, our uh, missions from the, uh, from the Netflix uh, series uh, Fauda. Uh, <laughs> some, of the, uh, some of the actors actually were with me in the army at the time and it was pretty, wow. pretty intense. And um, so that's, that, you know, I continued the reverse method. So I started with a company, went to university, went to the army, and then I came out of the army. I was here in Israel and exposed to all this good uh, technologies that are being developed. I said, I'm going to go and start my own company. And when I wanted to start my own company, it was difficult at the time to do it. So I said, I'll start with a VC, I'll start with venture capital, get exposed to it. And then once I'm done learning about it, I'm going to start my own company. 22 years later, I'm still doing venture capital. So, but I'm enjoying well, it. And, really and with, a few, with, with a few organizations that are making extremely high impact on the world um, as well as an entrepreneur, so not necessarily tech businesses, but, but still very high impact organizations. Um, take me back for a second to 16. You're mentioning you're working a company called Supercomputers and you're understanding that technology has the ability to become a catalyst for research centers, for hospitals, for enterprises. And the current tools that we have, that the you know, ordinary PC users use, they're, they're not sufficient to leverage what, we, what, what they're capable of. Where was this understanding from? What did this represent, this, this technology as a catalyst for you? So basically, th at that time, it was, you know, more about uh, the necessity of uh, just setting up the PC uh, system and, and interacting with, uh, with old, uh, you know, AS400 and mainframes and putting the whole thing together. At the time, it was so naive that even the network was, was not very prevalent. So we needed to build network and allow computers to speak to each other uh, and build databases uh, and all of that. But we realized that if you don't centralize everything and you don't interconnect between uh, systems, uh, then it, it, it will never work. And, and it was so difficult because people had to enter information as you enter a hospital into one system and then go and enter it into another system. 
and it, it didn't it didn't uh, talk to each other, so you couldn't really research anything because it was all so pro- proliferated. Uh, but at the time, it was more about you know uh, you know just putting up uh, a company together with a friend of mine and trying to make uh, uh, some money and feeling uh, uh, all independent. So uh, that 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 was just my first exposure. Fantastic. Okay, tell me a little bit about Pitango first. You you have a few different you know runs through the VC world. You are you know embodying you know deep technology throughout your. Throughout your journey, and a few years ago, you joined Pitango first, I believe, in 2015. Tell me a little bit about Pitango, and then your particular entrance with okay, Pitango great. first. Okay, great. So, uh, just just by uh, just making sure we, we we complete that. So, before Pitango, I was uh, with Giza Venture Capital. I was heading their uh, lo- uh, mm-hmm. um, latest fund, and then I we we split out, and uh, I um, I was. Uh, um, Thinking, you know, where can I uh, form a, a fund which will invest in infrastructure in early stage? And uh, I was approached by um, Rami Kalish and, and, and Chemi, and they said, you know, why don't you come join us and form a new focused uh, fund which will only do seed, seed investments? And I thought, what a great opportunity because it gives, uh, it gave me the opportunity to invest in some deep tech. Uh, and have the capability of making early stage investments with the ability to do follow-on investments. So I think what, what's unique about mm-hmm. Pitango is that we have a full stack fund. Uh, we can enter uh, an, a new investment very early on um, and continue to invest in follow-on investments all the way up to growth. So we do have a specific uh, uh, seed fund, which is Pitango First, and we have a growth fund uh, uh, as well as a health tech fund. Um, and the way we've built it, uh, is actually uh, quite unique because a lot of people talk about uh, deep tech. Not many people do it. That's on the one hand. So we are very keen to go into, yeah. you know, AI, AI processors, uh, AI as as a you know as a deep technology. There are many facets to it. Uh, we also do quantum computing, uh, and and so we are very oriented towards uh, deep tech. And on the other hand, we also have an operational platform uh, which we can. Talk about that, but we have uh, you know six six full time people just doing uh, operational work for our startups, which gives us quite a bit of uh, a unique proposition, and uh, and that's just great. And so, if we're looking at the operational side of you know post investment of seed stage company infrastructure, deep tech in our ecosystem. What is sort of the relationship with between Pitango first and and a company, you know that that because you really do understand this field and it's beyond just helping the founder, you know, with hiring and with understanding how to build a company. You also understand what the world needs and you've experienced this yourself. What does this process look so, like? So uh, first and foremost, we try and do quite a bit of research uh, before every investment we make, uh, and we divide the, the different uh, sectors among the the partners that are doing uh, early stage investments uh, in Pitango first. Uh, so that's on, on the selection side. And then uh, post-investment, uh, that partner would try and support uh, the founders in, in, in finding the right product market fit, which I think is the most important thing for any uh, founding team. Uh, some of them are, you know, more advanced and the more, mm-hmm. um, um, uh, let's say, experienced at, at doing that. So not every uh, founding team needs the same uh, level of support. So, uh, and then post-investment, I would say 
there's a lot of acceleration that needs to happen. Uh, and that acceleration is in the form of hiring. Uh, and so we have a, a specific hiring person uh, uh, that, that is totally focused on, on helping our portfolio companies, uh, marketing, uh, business development. We actually have, you know, uh, a, a team that is working uh, um, around the business development. So there's a, there's a whole support team that, that actually onboards a new company and helps them uh, in, in, in accelerating some of these uh, uh, functions. Uh, and obviously, the, the, I think the, the most important thing is to help these companies create their own uh, muscle, uh, whether it's you know, uh, marketing, hiring, uh, or business development. The, the idea is not to support them for a very long time, but rather help them to create that uh, muscle internally. Fantastic. And if we're looking a little bit about the types of companies that, that you're really excited about, and already in Pitango First, you've backed some, some of the companies yeah. we're, we're proudest of you know, in, in our tech, because they're not only amazing companies, but, but like we, starting from the initial you know, few sentences, they're catalysts for change. They're, they really are the, the tectonic shifts of tech and coming out of Israel. So share with me a, f a few of those companies and, okay. and a little so bit about great. those stories. So we, we really try and focus on um, uh, inflective uh, uh, ideas. So things that would really change the world. Uh, some people call them disruptive technologies, but I, I think that they are enablers more than uh, disruptive. Uh, so to give you an idea, for example, we, we see that the company called uh, AI21. Uh, some of you... Some, some of the listeners would know, I think you would know it because you're pretty deep into the AI world. And the idea, this is, you know, I think it's the, it's the ultimate, uh, it's the ultimate company. Um, and the idea behind AI21 <laughs> is creating uh, an AI model that is uh, scalable and much more efficient than any AI model uh, around the world. Uh, the equivalent would be GPT-3 uh, that is doing some great, great work. But uh, AI21 is, is creating something that's much more scalable and much more efficient. The, um, the, the marriage between AI and knowledge representation is creating a much more effective uh, framework. And as, a, as, a, as an example, they developed their own uh, a, a personal writing assistant. Um, so uh, uh, Professor Yoav Shoham and uh, Professor Amun Shalshua Together with Ori Goshen, what a, you know, it's a dream team uh, that uh, we we uh, that we backed. Uh, they've 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 been able to uh, produce a new model, which they call the Jurassic, uh, as well as uh, prove mm -hmm. that their uh, their technology, the, the the technology behind AI twenty one is is providing a better uh, better results. So their first. Uh, product, as I said, is a, is a new uh, personal assistant, which helps people with their writing. So, you know, it's called Wordtune. So the name of the, uh, of the product is Wordtune. And uh, it's quite amazing at, at how it works. It's, uh, I, I like to call it uh, Grammarly on steroids. Um, it, it really <laughs> takes whatever you write and in, you know, in real time, it rephrases it uh, to, to, uh, uh, to the extent that it, it feels really human-like, uh, and it upgrades it, whether you want it to be longer, shorter, sportier, more polite, whatever you want it to be, that technology can understand, it actually understands the context of the sentence, 
uh, or the paragraph for that matter. And it actually proves that they're, they're making machines understand long text. Uh, so that's one product. They also have a read, amazing. which is amazing. Uh, they've proved uh, 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 their technology to be superior to anything that's available out there. And that's out of vision. Tell me a little bit, you know, you're, you're also, you know, AA21 is, is incredible. You're also involved with, with GraphCore, Optibus, Commodore, Lumigo, Stream Elements, incredible companies. All, there are also more that I didn't mention. What really, you know, unifies them is this enablement. And I really want to understand from you, Eyal, you know, where, you know, from the investor's perspective, your hat. Because you, for a second, I thought you were a part of the co-founding team of, of AI21. The way that you're talking about the product, your passion, your understanding about the impact and, and the details of what's happening there. How do you see yourself as a part of these journeys? What, what is sort of your role as you're working with these remarkable people that are building that's these a good, companies? That's a good question. Um, first and foremost, uh, I think it is a support role. Um, you know, I never try to, uh, to think of myself as, uh, as good as the founders. I think the founders are, uh, the, you know, they're the pilots, they're the warriors, they're the ones that we need to support. We are just a support system. Uh, <laughs> I try and educate myself as much as possible about uh, their, uh, ecosystem, about their technology and make sure that whatever I say on the board will not interrupt them, but will only add value. Uh, at the end of the day, you know, I see uh, a lot of companies and many of times, uh, the ability, my ability to give them good advice is just from the fact that I've, I've seen more companies rather than, uh, uh, ever thinking of myself as, as having uh, more capabilities. So I, I try and stay modest and understand that they are the ones driving. Uh, they have their hands on the wheel and I can only make a suggestion. Um, I think that the most important thing for as, as, a, as, a, as a board member is stay educated about what the company is doing. Feel the, uh, have the passion for the product. You know, I expect that from my founders. I love founders who are very passionate about the product, about what they do. And passion is a big thing. And, uh, and help them to form the best teams. So once they have a great team put together and it's right. complimentary and it's amazing, you know, a lot of people can make mistakes building these teams. But if it's one thing that I like to help them do is build, you know, uh, a, a top-notch team, almost like in a basketball team. It, you know, you need to put them together and when help them to actually hire the best people. And from there on, it's a much smoother ride. Much smoother ride. I... Now, on the, on the perspective of understanding, you know, this changing world, because you're looking at companies that if they succeed, they are changing how we are either developing a technology or consuming content or, or you know, interacting with the public transportation. These are big questions that at the end make a big impact on people's lives. And you have also responsibility to know whether you're yeah. backing a solution that is going to make a positive impact or potentially dangerously a negative one. And we've seen examples throughout history, obviously, of tech companies that, that don't do things mm -hmm. as, as, as right as we would like them to. How do, you, you know, how do you think through sort of that responsibility and that question yeah. as you're so making these investments in these question. amazing and, teams? And you've mentioned a few companies that I think are, uh, are, are doing some very impactful things. I mean, AI21, Optibus. Uh, Stream Elements, by the way, is creating an amazing platform that enables a lot of people. 
Um, uh, next site is changing how we interact right. with, with objects. Uh, we have some really great companies that I think are really impacting uh, uh, how people are living their lives. So the one thing we, we always try and do, and, and ESG is a big mm-hmm. part of what we do, and positive impact is a big part of how we do things, both in terms of the products that we build, as well as the internals of, of our portfolio companies. So that's something we've put a lot of effort uh, in, in, in doing uh, an ESG. We have a full-time person just for ESG, internally for ourselves and for our portfolio companies. So that's very important. I think you also interviewed her, Cecile. So it's, it, yep. it's really, it, it's, it, we're really proud of the of amazing being a pioneer in, in that space. So the way we think about it is, you know, everything has to be uh, positive and enabling rather than, uh, you know, uh, replacing people, enabling people. Mm-hmm. So, for, for example, if I, you know, if you look at AI21 uh, solution, it's enabling people that, that do not have the writing, writing skills around the world to, to work for these big conglomerates wherever they are. So suddenly they can earn, you know, they can, they can make a living as if they were, you know, top-notch uh, Oxford students. Uh, if you look at, uh, if you look at Optibus, helping people to get better mass transportation, getting to work and from work in the best possible way, uh, via, via, via transportation, another great uh, breakthrough that is impacting uh, in a very positive way. Stream elements I mentioned, helping people make money from home. I mean, this could have been streamed. I'm happy it isn't, it, it isn't a live, live streamed at the moment. Uh, but it, it is helping people to earn money while they're at home. So we are looking at things. In a very um, broad way, and how do we enable people to live a better life and to you know earn uh, earn a living and uh, just uh, making the world a better place? Yeah, amazing time that I had here. Um, fascinating. You know, we're living in a, a super evolution and the companies that we're talking about here, um, they really are changing how we are building things. And, uh, and I'm looking back to, you know, learning how to code at nine and, set, and then at 16 creating a company and going to the non-traditional route of Duvdevan um, and, and experiencing that when you know that really you know, the, the, your role sort of in your life now is, is working with deep tech and engineering and, and understanding, you know, that, you, that through venture capital, you can make a lot of impact and, you can, and, it, and it sounds to me uh, that your passion is so unique for all these different companies. It's as if you're working independently with all these companies. And, and I almost don't feel like I'm talking to a venture capital investor. I feel like I'm talking to an entrepreneur who gets excited about all these different solutions, which, which excites me as a young entrepreneur. And so thank you very, very much for the inspiration and stay safe and stay healthy and best of luck with Pitanga Fantastic, Michael. I appreciate it. It was great being here. 